This is Ed Cashmark, the Everyday Economist, keeping my eye on the economy every day for you, with no bluster, no bias, and no bull. June 1st, 2020. A few economic releases today. PMI Manufacturing Index in April was 36.1. This is a measure of manufacturing activity across the country. 36.1 in April. <clears throat> The forecast for May was 39.8, and the actual reading was 39.8, right on target. So, uh, slightly better than April, and that's good news. Shows that uh, the manufacturing industry is picking up a little bit, although it is still in contraction because it is below 50. Below 50. ISM manufa Manufacturing Index. Uh, also measures act manufacturing activity. In April, this index was 41.5. The forecast for May was 42.7, and the actual was 43.1. So better than April and better than forecast, and getting closer to the dividing line of 50, which would signal expansion again. So a little bit of good news there too. Construction spending in March was flat unchanged. The forecast for April was minus 5.5% and the actual was minus 2.9%. So worse than March, but not as bad as forecast. Year-over-year -year percent change in March was 6.7% and in April it was 3%. So despite the horrible, horrible pandemic lockdowns and everything like that, Construction spending was actually still higher in April of 2020 than it was a year ago. Pretty incredible. So that's it for all the uh, releases for today. Now for a few economic insights from other topics. <clears throat> uh, graduates' dreams lie in tatters as pandemic scars the job market. This is the time of year when the U.S.'s 3.9 million graduates are finalizing plans to enter the workforce and start repaying the $32,000 of debt they have on average accumulated over their four years of study. Those who remain employed had seen their working hours fall 23%. With U.S. unemployment at its highest level since the Second World War and the country still grappling with the economic fallout on coronavirus, University graduates are watching start dates be deferred, internships canceled, and their chosen professional fields look significantly less stable. Students who entered the workforce right after the global financial crisis in 2008 are doing worse, both in terms of their employment rate and wages, almost 10 years later compared with peers who graduated earlier right before them or after the recession was over. <clears throat> uh, deflation fears in the Eurozone are rising. The Eurozone is on the brink of sliding into deflation after the coronavirus pandemic dragged price growth down to 0.1% in May, its lowest for four years. Fall in inflation, which turned negative in 12 of 19 Eurozone countries in May, has added to investors' expectations that the ECB will inject more monetary stimulus into the economy when its governing council meets virtually next week. The ECB is the European Central Bank. It's, it's their Federal Reserve, basically. Economists worry that a prolonged period of deflation would be painful for the Eurozone as it would make high corporate and government debt levels even harder to manage as interest rates as interest payments stay fixed, but wages, prices, and tax payments all fall in cash terms. 
French household consumption fell 20.2% in April, the most on record. Germany continued to come through the pandemic in better shape than its neighbors as its retail sales fell 5.3% in April. Big brands are sidestepping retailers during the pandemic. Some of the world's biggest food brands are realizing long-held ambitions to sell directly to consumers in the pandemic using coronavirus disruption to sidestep retailers. Delivery costs are a huge barrier to going direct. Grocery delivery is more cost-effective for retailers, which can pack several low-value goods into the same basket, although even most of them fail to turn a profit from it. Appetite for processed food has risen in the crisis, reversing a multi-year trend in which consumers shunned old brands in favor of fresher and healthier alternatives. The U.S. money market funds are waiving fees to stave off negative returns. U.S. asset managers are cutting the fees they charge for money market funds after the dramatic decline in yields on the short-term debt they rely on threatened to leave clients with negative returns. The U.S. Federal Reserve cut its target for short-term interest rates by 1.5% to between 0 and 0.25% when coronavirus ripped through global markets. That has dragged the three-month Treasury yield down to just 0.14%. More news here uh, on the EU budget. The EU's Budget Commissioner has called on member states to back new taxes including an annual levy on 70,000 big companies charged for access to the single market as part of a package of measures to help fund the bloc's recovery. <clears throat> the only options other than raising these new revenues would be a, particularly, a, a politically unacceptable squeeze on spending or higher budget contributions by the member states. The proposals would make the EU budget less dependent on the national contributions that make up the overwhelming majority of the bloc's revenues. The levy on large companies, which is at a very early stage of discussion, would take the form of an annual lump sum payment for using the single market. City warns markets are way ahead of reality. Citigroup said financial markets are way ahead of reality with tougher, tougher times to come, warning corporate clients they should raise as much money as they could before the pandemic's true cost is factored in by investors. The focus turns to bonds and U.S. job losses and iron ore. In April, the ECB indicated that the Euro, Euro area economy would contract by between 5 and 12 percent this year, depending on the success of coronavirus containment measures. Economists at ING expect the Eurozone to shrink by 8 percent in 2020, and countries such as Germany, Italy, Spain, and France all anticipate big budget deficits as they seek to counter the economic effects of COVID-19. Known as PEP, the ECB's bond buying program is designed to hold, bond, hold down borrowing costs for Europe's increasingly indebted governments but it is likely to be exhausted by October at the current rate of purchases. The market, therefore, is expecting the size of the program to be increased. The release of U.S. employment data for May is expected to show an easing of job losses following a spike in April, offering encouragement for investors that the world's largest economy is recovering from a COVID-19 crisis. The number of Americans collecting unemployment benefits fell by 3.9 million to 21.1 million for the week ending May 16. Now, this is interesting. Uh, will ageism get worse and get worse in the post-pandemic workplace? 2017, a group of U.S. researchers reported what happened when they sent out more than 40,000 job applications. The older the applicant, the less likely they were to get a call back, particularly if they were female. Age discrimination has long bright, blighted our labor markets around the world. COVID-19 has reinforced the idea of older people as frail and vulnerable. In the U.S., 80% of those who have died of COVID-19 have been over 65, with the most severe rates for those aged over 85. The same pattern is repeated throughout the world. Companies will continue to cut labor costs, and their older workers will be easy targets. Rather than talking to employees about retirement, 
uh, it's advocated to have discussions about pre-retirement, which could involve people working fewer days or job sharing. Now for a little update on the housing market. April's pending home sales index of signed contracts on existing homes fell 21.8%, but the National Association of Realtors Chief Economist expects this will be the lowest point for contracts, and May will be the lowest for closed sales. Zillow agrees. They report in the week ending May 10, newly pending sales nationwide were up almost 50% from the same period in April. Plus, new for sale listings were up 12.5% monthly and home values up 4.3% year over year. Boy, that's great news. New home sales already turned the corner in April up 0.6% to 623,000 annually. These deals were done at the height of, the of state lockdowns as buyers jumped on low lower mortgage rates and affordable home prices. And just a quick look at mortgage rates today, 3.07% uh, on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Insanely low. Not record low, though, because uh, we had 3.03% on May 21. But not much difference. Still, basically, we had a record low. And that's it for that section and now for a quick update on the coronavirus uh, for the world the death rate was 5.97 percent yesterday down from 6.02 percent on may 30th and that is the lowest since april 7th the growth rate fatalities was 0.9 percent down slightly from 1.1 percent for the United States, the death rate was 5.78%, and that is the lowest since May 4th. And the growth rate in fatalities was 0.6%, down from 1% the prior day. Now for my uh, unemployment tip number 36, how to stay sane during unemployment. This is under the fourth commandment of be good to yourself. Tip number 36 is... Try to stay positive, keep positive company, and ignore the naysayers. Boy, this is this is so important. Right now, a lot of you are hurting either from a job loss, a uh, business loss, uh, cut wages, cut hours, loss of loved ones from the, from the virus, and of course now some people are 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 uh, suffering from losses from all of the uh, riots in the last few days. Whatever your situation right now is, um. Start, try to stay positive, keep positive company, and ignore the naysayers when you're thinking about doing something, you know, like starting a new job, starting a new business, you know, whatever it is that you want to do that, that could be new and that people think are not necessarily the best thing for you to do or that you won't succeed at it or whatever the case may be. If you believe in yourself and you believe in what, what it is you want to do, do it. And if you have... If you have critics and they and they just won't be quiet, then it's time to, it's time to, um, you know, move on from them. You know, uh, ignore them and uh, don't uh, don't talk to them as much anymore. Don't hang out with them as much anymore because they'll bring you down. They'll bring you down. You need to stay positive and keep positive company. That's tip number thirty-six for today. That's all for today. Please subscribe or follow if you like what you hear. Spread the word. You can also listen to previous episodes for other tips on how to stay sane during unemployment. And coming up tomorrow, 
we have uh, motor vehicle sales and red book retail sales this is ed cashmark the everyday economist stay safe stay sane especially in these crazy times now that we're having let's hope this is all over all these riots are all over soon thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your day